brethren, Brother Bob here. I've decided that in between my lengthier podcasts that I'm going to occasionally interject some much shorter length podcasts, which will enable me to say important biblical truths without getting too long-winded. Did I just admit to being too long-winded? No way. So this is going to be my first short podcast blurb. I'm going to call these short podcast blurbs Bob's Bible Blurbs. In case you weren't aware of it, a blurb is a short piece of writing or audio that attempts to shrink a more complex story or idea. A blurb, that's B-L-U-R-B, is what you normally read on the inside cover and back covers of a paperback book, which normally give you a Reader's Digest condensed idea of what the entire book is about. My blurbs are going to be all Bible-based. Brethren, throughout the day, because I believe that I'm abiding with Christ through the Holy Spirit, there are many times when the Spirit brings up short but sweet biblical tidbits to my mind. Now, these short but sweet Bible tidbits are not meant to be turned into a sermon or a lengthy podcast, but rather a simple but hopefully profound biblical truth that will better help you understand the truths of scriptures. So my first short but sweet Bible blurb thought is going to be, is the free gift of eternal life really free, as the Bible claims, or does a believer have to somehow maintain their free gift of eternal life through, I don't know, being good, or being moral, or obeying God's commandments? Now let me say right up front that I know, without a shadow of a doubt, that the free gift of eternal life that the Lord gives to all who truly believe the gospel of Christ is absolutely 100% totally free. Free to get. It doesn't have to be maintained. And it won't fade away because I'm not living up to a certain moral standard. I know that salvation is free because the Bible tells me over and over and over again that salvation is absolutely a free gift. It's a free gift that one receives by faith in the gospel apart from any good works. Now, since salvation is a free gift that the Lord offers to all who believe the gospel of Christ, that means no one receives this free gift of eternal life for being good or serving or keeping some sacred church sacraments plus believing in the gospel of Christ. And since no one gets eternally saved, if they believe that faith in the gospel of Christ plus good works save them, whoever does believe that believes a false gospel. And no matter how sincere you are, anyone who believes that someone needs to believe in the gospel plus do a good work or do something from the Bible like getting water baptized does not really believe that Christ is their Savior. Sadly, there are many that are in the churches, many people in the churches, who believe that they need to assist or help Christ save their soul by doing some kind of a church sacrament like water baptism or speak in a tongue or get some kind of a second Holy Spirit baptism if they truly want to be saved. Now, I'm not even open to discussing if a person's eternal salvation comes through faith in the gospel of Christ plus some kind of a good work or doing a church sacrament. Anyone who believes their salvation comes through faith in Christ plus good works or plus a church sacrament or plus trying to live a moral, decent life is not eternally saved, no matter how sincere they are. That's the end of discussion, end of topic, period, over. So since the Bible is crystal clear that eternal salvation is faith in Christ plus nothing, and since the Bible clearly shows that the free gift of eternal life is actually free, which comes through faith in gospel of Christ, you need to answer this question. Since the Bible clearly tells us that one's eternal salvation comes through faith in the free gift gospel of Christ, apart from any good works, why would a believer lose or forfeit their salvation for being bad? They never received their free gift of salvation for being good in the first place. 
So how can a believer lose what they never deserve to begin with? Brethren, there are a lot of believers in the church who sincerely but foolishly believe that if a true blood-bought, eternally saved child of God is not living up to a certain standard of morality or decency or obedience, that they will or can lose their salvation. Again, I ask, how can a believer lose, for being bad, something that they didn't initially get for being good? What God's people need to do is stop judging, i.e. emotionally determining, that someone is not born again because of how they're living their earthly life. Again, is the free gift of eternal life really free? Or does a believer have to maintain a certain walk to keep it? Believers need to separate a believer's salvation from a believer's biblical walk or lack of a biblical walk. Again, is the free gift of eternal life free? Or does a believer have to maintain a certain walk to keep it? Well, you know it's absolutely free. And how a true born-again, blood-bought, born-again believer lives their earthly life has no bearing on if they're saved or not. We'll discuss that a little bit more later on. Now, are there people in the church of the living God who profess to be born again who really aren't? I'm sure there are. But it's not a Christian's job to determine that based on how a person's living their earthly life. Only the good Lord knows who is and who is not his child. Now, obviously, we can't determine if a self-professing believer is truly a born-again child of God by what gospel they believe in, not by how they're living their life. So unless the good Lord has given you the apostolic ability to discern what a person is thinking, we should not play God and try to determine if someone is truly saved by how they're living their life. So I want to add quickly, I'm not going to get into all the details on this, but I, I personally believe that the only way that somebody who uh, who was truly born again at one time in their life, the only way that they can forfeit or lose their eternal salvation in heaven is by renouncing their faith. If you're a born again believer and, and you've been walking with the Lord and professing Christ as your Savior, then for whatever sinful reasons you decide to renounce your faith, faith you say, I no longer believe that Christ is my Savior, well, the good Lord has no obligation to save you from hell. If you don't believe that Christ paid for your sins to save you from hell, you can just pay for your own. The Lord's not going to just like run up to you and beg you to not leave the family of God. Now, it's going to disappoint him, and he's going to be saddened by you renouncing him, but he leaves that free will choice to you. So I just want to clarify that. I think that's the only way that somebody who's truly born again can lose or forfeit their eternal salvation is by renouncing their faith. Now, I should probably clarify something again. I have normally share what I'm going to share next on most of my podcasts, so there's no confusion. When I use the word believer, I'm using the word to mean someone who believes in the free gift gospel of Christ. So someone who I consider a believer is somebody who truly has put their faith in the fact that Christ hung on them nails and died to pay for their sins. Now, the Bible clearly shows that a person can be a true believer in the free gift of the gospel of Christ and still be living a carnal life. And why is that? It's because being eternally saved is not determined by how we live our Christian life, but rather if we truly believe in the free gift gospel of Christ. Now, I could give you many Bible verses which clearly show that carnal believers are still saved even though they're walking in unrepentant sin. Here's just one example. These next verses are written to the Corinthian believers. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, 1 through 3. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, when I was with you, I couldn't talk to you as I would to spiritual people. I had to talk to you as though you belonged to this world, or as though you were still infants or babies in Christ. 
I had to feed you with milk, not solid food, because once again you weren't ready for anything stronger. And you still aren't ready, for you are still controlled by your sinful nature. You are jealous of one another and you quarrel with one another. Doesn't that prove that you are controlled by your sinful nature? Aren't you living just like the unsaved people of the world? These Bible verses and many other Bible verses just like them clearly show that the writers of the books of these letters recognize these carnal believers as believers and not wannabe believers or maybe believers or a works gospel believers. No, these were true brothers and sisters in Christ who were just living in the world. And why do we know that these carnal Corinthians are saved? Because salvation isn't based on how you live your life, but if you believe the gospel of Christ. Brethren, the Lord never said, Come all you sinners who are, who are weak and weary, and I will give you the free gift of eternal life through the shed blood of my Son, so long as you promise to serve me after you're saved. He doesn't say that. The Lord doesn't say, Come get the free gift of eternal life, but don't come and get it unless you promise to keep my commandments. He doesn't say that. It's free. Come just the way you are. You take it just the way you are. And I'm not going to deal with it right now. Uh, I've shared it quite a bit in my podcast. There's consequences, though, for somebody who truly gets born again and takes a free gift of eternal life and then lives like the world. But the consequences are not that they lose their salvation. The consequences will be a loss of rewards in the next life. And I'm going to deal with that on a different podcast. I've been a born-again, blood-bought, eternally saved believer for over 40 years. And in those 40-plus years, I have met many who profess to be a child of God or saved who I knew were not saved because they believed in a works gospel. On the other hand, I have also met many born-again believers over the years who were definitely not walking in a manner which pleased their Savior. However, that does not mean that they were never saved to begin with. It simply means they're living their earthly life as an eternally saved, blood-bought, born-again, carnal child of God. Again, is a free gift of eternal life really free, or does someone have to maintain it in order to keep it? One reason why a lot of God's people question the validity of a carnal person's salvation is because they use their emotions to decide or to think it's just not fair for a believer to be living their life in that evil, wicked way. It's just not fair or not right. Something's not right about that. To which I say, you're right. As far as what the Lord expects of his children, which is obedience and holiness, it is not right for a true born-again child of God to be living their life in an unrepentant, sinful way. However, be assured that these carnal children of God are not getting away with how they're living their earthly lives. At the judgment seat of Christ, which is a reward judgment and not a salvation judgment, those children of God who choose to live spiritually flippant, lackadaisical, unrepentant lives will answer to their Savior, and it will not go well for them. Now, he's not going to kick them out of heaven. He's not going to tell these wicked, lazy, rebellious children that they forfeited their eternal life. But he's going to tell them, you know what? You're not going to have any part of my kingdom. I'm not going to use you in a special, honorable way like the way I'm going to use the faithful believers. So again, please, please, please understand that a true born-again believer, no matter how bad their judgment goes, no matter how carnal they are, they do not lose their salvation. When they get to the other side and they're standing in front of the Lord, they're going to lose rewards, blessings, and honors, again, that the Lord bestows on his faithful children. It says in 1 Corinthians 3.12, Any believer who builds on the foundation may use a variety of materials, gold, silver, jewels, wood, hair, straw. But on the judgment day, 
The fire will reveal what kind of work each believer has done. The fire will show if a believer's work has any value. If the work survives, that believer will receive a reward. But if all the work is burnt up, the believer will suffer great loss. However, that believer will still be saved, but just barely, like someone barely escaping through a wall of flames. The Bible clearly shows that there will be some carnal, unfaithful believers who have no good works to show Christ at the judgment seat. But they're still eternally saved by the skin of their teeth because there was a time in their life when they truly believed in the gospel of Christ. I share all this, brethren, to encourage you to stop judging a person's salvation by how they're living their earthly life, but rather focus yourself on doing those biblical things that please the Lord, knowing that if you choose to walk the talk according to God's written word, even though you will not always walk the talk perfectly and you will occasionally stumble in sin, on your judgment day you will hear from the Lord, Well done, good and faithful servant. Enter the joy of the Lord. Your friend in Christ, Brother Bob. Stay in the word, saints. It's going to get tough. It's going to get tough. We're getting in the end. It's going to get tough. They're going to start coming for the faithful Christians. So stay in your word. The only way to separate biblical lies and half-biblical truths is to know your scriptures. So now I'm going to add a little teaser on the end of this uh, podcast here. I do believe that a born-again, blood-bought, eternally saved child of God can lose or forfeit their eternal life. Ah, but losing one's eternal life is not the same thing as losing or forfeit, forfeiting one's eternal salvation. Ah, mystery. I'm going to, again, I'll give you a little teaser. I'll talk more about this on the next podcast.